0: Welcome to our Redemptorist Online Preaching. My name is Father Frank Skelly, and I'm a Redemptorist priest assigned to Our Lady of Perpetual Health in Brooklyn. Today we'll be reflecting on Monday of the tenth week. The gospel will be from Matthew chapter five, one to twelve. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were here before you. The Gospel of the Lord. The Ten Commandments are an invitation to avoid sin. The Beatitudes are an invitation to live life. Let's focus on one Beatitude today. Blessed are they who mourn, because they shall be comforted. Most of us have been on both sides of this Beatitude. We have mourned losses in our lives, and we have tried to comfort those who are dealing with the death of a loved one, news of a terminal illness, or the devastation of divorce. The welcome of the family at a funeral mass captures this beatitude with these words. Praise be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble. With the same consolation we have received from him. We so often say, I don't know what to say. I don't have the words to comfort this person. What do I do? We know from the book of Job what not to say or do. Job's friends told him he must have done something wrong to have so much tragedy in his life. Accusations and explanations do not help the one who is suffering. So we ask ourselves, what helped me in my time of pain or loss? The simple presence of someone who cared for me, Not someone who told me, I know how you feel, but someone who was ready to listen to what we were experiencing. Or maybe someone who just sat beside us in silence. The Corinthians were a difficult community for St. Paul. The first reading of today is his second letter to the Corinthians. Problems of division in the community, arrogance and pride, immoral behavior and scandal. And so he is trying to encourage them in their difficulties. St. Paul traveled with Barnabas, who was called the son of encouragement. Barnabas kept St. Mark from giving up on himself when he was not invited to be part of the new evangelization. Who has encouraged me in my times of difficulty? What was it they said or did? Once, one of my nieces didn't get a part in the school play in the first grade, and I was assigned by my sister to cheer her up. I went to her room and told her about a time I didn't get something I wanted when I was about her age. When I realized my story was a bit rambling and long, I asked her if she knew what I was trying to say. And she said yes. So what am I saying, I asked. She said there are some things more important than being in a play. Like what, I asked. Like knowing that someone loves you. How do you know that? Well, they sit with you and tell you long stories instead of watching the Yankees on TV. A first grader knew the importance of presence. My words were inadequate, but my presence was important. We are comforted by the assurance of being loved. What we have received, we pay forward. We comfort others with the same comfort we have received. Let it be so.